Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. I am so excited to have Tia with us today. She is a cyclist and former runner. She is a woman in automotives. That is a title that I have not said before, so I'm so excited for her to tell us more about that. Um, And she has a great story. So welcome, Tia. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Dina, for having me. Absolutely. Um, Before we jump into it and talk a little bit more about your own journey, I would love it if you'd give the listeners a little background on who you are, Tia. So, um... I am actually originally from the Midwest, so I'm a Midwestern girl living in Southern California now. Um, I can't believe it took me this long to get here. I've been here for about two and a half years, and as I know they're dealing with snow in the Midwest, I can't believe how long it took me to get here. It's crazy. It's so nice now. Um, I, I grew up in Michigan, and um, just like you mentioned, I am a cyclist, and I'm also a woman in automotive, so I work for a luxury automotive manufacturer, and I run the Western region, and um, I am the only female um, regional manager for this company as well. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, my nieces and nephews think I'm the coolest because I am the woman whenever we have pictures and you see me standing there around a bunch of six foot plus guys. It's a lot of fun. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm so excited to talk more about this because before we started taping, you were telling me a little bit about that journey. And um, and I know that it has presented some challenges and um, some opportunities for growth as you've gone through your your career journey. And um, tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you've you've faced on this journey, Tia, and sort of tying in um, like we talked about how your, you, you know, cycling and, you know, when you when you did run, how that has that mentality has played in to, um, you know, what you do in your, in your profession and also how it's kind of helped you um, in those stressful moments, helped you kind of navigate. So lead us through that a little bit, if you would. Definitely. Um, I can say um, being a black woman has definitely defined who I am, and I am so um, proud of who I am. And it took me a while, I could say, to get here. And it all started because growing up, I, was, I grew up in a neighborhood where I was the only person who looked like me. And it's besides my mother. And she raised me that I would wake up in the morning and I look at myself in the mirror every morning and just kind of give myself a wink and a smile and say that I'm fantastic or amazing or beautiful, anything that it took. And that helped build my self-esteem from when I was a young child. And so when I chose the career path to be a woman in automotive, it is definitely a male-dominated field. And um, just like I was telling you earlier, I have a meeting later on this afternoon And usually I am the only woman sitting there um, in a room full of men. And if you had talked to me about this, you know, 20 plus years ago, it it sounds a lot, it sounds really intimidating. And if it wasn't for my mom instilling that confidence in me so that I could walk into a room, even if I was the only person who looked like me in that room, um, I have to do that every single day. Um, There, there's a lot of stigma that comes from being, Um, a woman in automotive or in business, in your career in general. And there's definitely a fine line to how we communicate with others because you don't want to be seen as like the angry woman or the other word (laughs) if you're just expressing your opinion. But that's the only way that you're going to be able to rise in your career. 
And that is by giving that feedback and telling them who you are and what you um, are looking for. And being like a cyclist and, yes, a former runner, um, as I get older, I found I couldn't recover as quickly if I'm running a marathon versus if I decide to ride a 100-mile century ride. Um, It's just I found because being an athlete, that gives me a mentality and an endurance that I never give up. I, you have to, I think the saying is, um, I'm, I'm not done. I'm, I'm only finished when I'm done. It's something like that where they're like, when you hit the finish line, that's when you're done. It doesn't stop when, you know, I might be halfway into a training ride or something. You're like, Oh, I'm so tired. You don't get to just stop. And it becomes a mindset where you have to go, no, I can do this. And that has definitely helped. Like I get up really early every morning and that sets the tone for my day whether it be writing or going to the gym. And I set the tone for myself because I know as I go into work, I have to have that same endurance and that same strength that gets me to the finish line every time. And especially when you have a lot of men who want to talk over you, (laughs) which is a lot of fun. Um, And I can't hide my my facial expressions on these little video chats anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) that makes it very entertaining because a lot of them will text me during some of our video chats and they're like, Somebody just said something you didn't like, huh? <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't like it. I was like, I'll be expressing myself in a moment. <laughs> so it, um, it definitely, I, I love um, what I do. And it's not easy by any means. Um, it took me a while to get here and have the confidence that I have. But I'm happy to share how to do that. Um, I am a mentor. I have mentees. Um, I have someone who's been a mentor to me. And it's been a strength and I love being able to share how I've been able to get to where I am with others. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is all just so powerful and I want to go back to the beginning of what you were talking about and sort of dig into that a little bit more. And that's your mom encouraging you to get up every morning and look yourself like, look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, something positive and how powerful that was for you as a child and how, how that still works for us today as adults, you know, getting up in that positive affirmation. So what did your mom, what did she exactly say to you, Tia? Did she give you those words of encouragement herself and then say, now look in the mirror and, and, you know, say these things to yourself? Or how did she exactly frame that for you? That's actually exactly what she did is she, first she would tell me, um, if there's not a day that goes by that she doesn't tell me that I'm beautiful or that I'm smart or that I'm intelligent. But when I was young and she would tell me those things, she would say, I can tell them to you, but you also have to believe it. And that's when she had me look at myself and say, you tell yourself this. She was like, I can tell you. And she's like, I believe it. But she's like, you need to. And then that way, if anyone ever comes up to me and if they try to tell me, you know, I'm not smart. And like I mentioned, I grew up in a neighborhood um, where I was the only person who looked like me. And the private school I went to as well, um, I remember I I am a big nerd. (laughs) Um, I was double promoted when I was young and I skipped some grades. And there was a teacher who actually said the words um, to my parents that she did not believe that a black child could be as intelligent as they were making it out, that they were making me out to be. And for me to hear those words, if my mother had not instilled in me that I had to believe that I was smart and that I was beautiful and intelligent, it would have probably crushed anyone. I mean, I was in the second grade and I remember her saying this. But when she said it to me, 
I kind of had this feeling like, whatever, because I knew that it wasn't true. I knew I, I am all that. (laughs) I was like, I, and it's not, it's, it's not arrogance by any means, but it's just, I had to believe that because I think all of us, no matter what race or gender that you are, you're going to find people who are going to try and knock you down. And if you believe and have confidence in who you are, you can pretty much kind of just smile to yourself and kind of go, yeah, right, whatever. And you can keep it moving because you know who you are. That's right. Oh, my gosh. So powerful. And, you know, it really rings true for me, too. Obviously, totally not the same situations that you've lived through in your life. But, you know, I've gone through my own struggles and come up against people who, you know, are negative and, um, you know, don't believe in me in the way that my parents did as a child. And I often talk to my husband about this and, and, and I wonder why, like, we, how did this happen? Why do, how does this confidence start? And so I will put this out there for our listeners. If you have children, um, you have such an opportunity to build this confidence in them from a young age, because it really does stick with you, doesn't it, Tia? For the rest of your life, it sticks with you. And, um, and, and then you have to continue to build it yourself, you know? And I, I love what you said about her telling you, that, you know, it can be said over and over, but until we believe it ourselves in our hearts, um, you know, that is when the, the, the switch flips and we realize our, our true worth. And so I would also put the message out for listeners. If you have gone this far in your life and you still don't believe that you are beautiful and smart and worthy, let's start today and, and, and begin, begin telling yourself how, how beautiful and precious you are, because I believe like you said, Tia, we each we each have such value, no matter what race, ethnicity, shape, size, ability, whatever, whatever. We're all created uniquely perfect um, to be who we're meant to be. Um, so anyway, such beautiful words. Um, thank you so much for that. Awesome. I love telling people that because it's interesting to this day, like my mom, I always say I want to be like her when I grow up, but she retired at like 55 years old. So she's been living the good life for a while now. And whenever I have friends or acquaintances that in any time they need advice, she is the first person I send them to. And it's funny. They're like, really? You want me to talk to your mom? And I'm like, trust me, you'll thank me for it. And it's because that's who she is. Um, Everybody who I am just a product of her. Um, And I love sharing that whenever I've had, like when she comes to visit me, she lives in Arizona now. And Whenever she comes to visit me and I bring her around my friends and they may start, you know, she's their therapist for a second. And she's like, no, she's like, that's just not, no, I'm looking at you and I see how beautiful you are. And she'll tell them, she's like, you need to believe it. And there's just so many different things she does. And I'm grateful for it because her example is exactly what I do. And it's just, it's just the way she is. I, and I know my grandmother did the same thing with her. So it's something that every woman in my family, we've all just passed it down, that lovingness and just kind of saying, hey, you, you, you have value. You believe it. You have to know it in your heart and you can do whatever you set your mind to. Yeah. So I, 
I love doing that with my mom because people are always shocked. She's always like, yep, she gives out my number all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. I think it's I so her. awesome. You know, and I would, I would also just um, go one step further and say too, that we can all be, we are a sisterhood of women um, and, and we are more alike than we are different. And we can all be that voice of strong support and love for everyone we meet in our life. It's not always easy, um, but, but yeah. we can. And if we strive to do that, I think a lot of things change. You know, when we really strive to support each other and build each other up, it just, it makes all the difference. Um, what is your, really what's your does. mom's name, Tia? Marie. Marie. So, so this is going out to Marie. Thank you for being an inspiration, Marie. Um, may there be more women out there like you. Um, love that. Love the story. Um, let's pivot a little bit now, Tia, and tell us um, about your journey through, man, it's like, do we really have to talk about it? But it's, it's um, the, <laughs> your journey through the pandemic and, you know, the last number of months and how crazy um, life has been, how have you navigated some of the challenges that have been in your path during this time? Well, I hope your listeners um, don't get upset when I say this, but I may be the only person who lost like a ton of weight during the pandemic. What? And it's because I'm getting upset. Okay. I forget the <laughs> listeners. I'm upset. I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> the only reason, so I, it's interesting because um, the way I've coped um, I don't drink and I always, and the reason I don't drink is because I, I like to have my wits about me at all times. Um, and I always tell people if I do something crazy, if you see me out and about and I'm the person who might jump on top of the bar to dance, um, that's all me. I can't blame it on yeah. the alcohol, yeah. but, uh, but working out is how I've gotten through this pandemic when it first started. And, you know, I'm in my house by myself. I got, I think we have more meetings now than we ever did before the pandemic even started. And yeah, I, I was like, what in the world am I going to do? So I, I dug up those old like P90X and um, Insanity DVDs. <laughs> I was doing nice. that in my living room. Because, nice. Yeah. My, uh, my subdivision, we have a community gym and they clo- they locked the gym, obviously. So I was like, well, crap. All I got is resistance bands. So I'm running around my living room at lunch and I'm doing that. And then I have a smart trainer in my living room where I have my bike on it. And I joined Zwift. And a lot of my friends, um, I ride with a group called Encourage Her Cycling. And it's a bunch of amazing women here in Orange County. And we all got on Zwift and we're like, we're going to do a group ride. And if you don't know what Zwift is, um, they have it for running as well. Um, You can run together. It's a virtual community with people from around the world. So we would set up these little Zwift virtual rides. So I'm doing my P90X. I'm doing my Insanity um, if there's a boring meeting, um, hopefully my boss doesn't find out um, that, well, actually, I think he does know now because I've <laughs> turned on my camera before, where if there's a three-hour long mo- meeting, I'm like, well, for the love, and I get on my smart trainer, and I'm riding my bike, and I'm like, all right, like, we can do this. I can get through this, and I literally, it's like, I'm still eating all the COVID snacks. <laughs> like, it's the best, and yeah, I dropped like a ton of weight because all I did was just work out and do meetings for the first four months of the lockdown. Yeah. Um, I made a goal to myself to still walk 10,000 steps every day. So I periodically go outside and walk around my neighborhood. And it was like, these are the things that have kept me sane. And I tell people, I'm like, my method may not be yours. So like my team that I work with, um, we have our one-on-ones throughout the week and I challenged them. There was, one gentleman who works for me and I could tell this was really, really, really hurting me. We're hurting him. 
So I told him, every time we have our one-on-ones, I'm like, you and I are going to go for a walk together. And we FaceTimed each other while we were just doing one-on-ones. And he would just tell me how his day was, how he was coping. And now every time we have like a team Zoom happy hour Friday, he's the one walking outside. And he's like, come on, guys. What are you doing? Let's go. And I'm like, I was like, I I turned him into a monster. Yeah, I yeah. think that's so awesome. I mean, there's a lot of great, great suggestions here. And I know that most of us are on COVID burnout with <laughs> the discussions. Oh, yeah. But let's like, face like it, I I'm, in Southern... COVID yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Southern California, too. And so, you know, us Californians over here, we really understand it in a different way because we're still pretty much locked down for the most part. I mean, you know, some things are, are coming back. But um, but yeah, we're, we're still navigating through. So I think these are great strategies um, to continue setting goals like you were talking about you know your step goal or whatever and and filling your time with with positive outlets positive ways to you know flip the switch on your day um you know you got to sit through a long meeting if you have if you're able to do it on a bike do it <laughs> you know? oh yeah and my body it was hilarious the first time they asked me a question and they were like and I'm like do you really want me to turn on my microphone because I had it on mute so I'm heavy breathing and I'm like okay guys I'm on my bike and they're like turn your camera on and I'm sitting there and I'm like sweating and I'm like don't be jealous of all my sweat. <laughs> and they to, so now they actually make the comment, we got to keep Tia entertained. Otherwise, you know, she's getting on her bike, making us feel guilty. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Yeah. And I think it's, it's what I've done to cope and laugh. And I also, too, I, um, I have to say my company is great because from the very beginning of this, um, first of all, they got rid of all copays on insurance. So they were like, if you need anything, don't worry about your copay. We've got it. COVID testing, we've got it. If you have a family member you've got to take care of because of COVID, we've got it. And that was the first thing they did. And then the second thing they did that I take full advantage of is they have counseling. And it's a part of our insurance. And I had to, and I told my team that. Um, I was like, there's nothing to be ashamed of if you need to talk to somebody. And it's like a therapist. I know a lot of times everyone has this stigma and they're scared and I'm like, but she sometimes you just got to get it out. And you got to get it out with someone who may not be related to you, who doesn't have that personal investment, who can really just be honest with you and help you talk and work through some things. And now you can do it all over video chat. And yeah. I just know, like, my therapist, I love the side eye sometimes that I get. And she's like, you know the answer to that. And I'm like, well, crap, fine. <laughs> I'm like, here you go. Yeah, but I, I think yeah. it helps. I love this because I do. I think that there is a stigma and I think now more than ever we need to take care of our mental health and there there you know there should not be a stigma associated with talking to a therapist. I mean shoot, we could all benefit from these conversations um to work on, you know, our in th- internal uh thought process and what we're going through. These are these are really unprecedented challenging challenging times. So I love that you put that out there and I hope that it will fall on the ears of someone today who has been considering it or knows that maybe it would be good for them and they'll take that step today and decide that that it's okay and it's normal and we all need it and so yeah investing and in, and in, and in, you know talking to a therapist can be so powerful but um well awesome well as we move towards um wrapping up tia do you have any other final suggestions or words of inspiration you'd like to put out there for women who are listening today i would just say um you mentioned it earlier um we are each other's support system and i think it's kind of and when someone sees like a cute outfit or cute shoes and will go, oh, I got it from here. <laughs> and it's like, you don't hide it because if you think something's great and someone else thinks it's great, you want to share that with everybody. And we don't 
need to be competitive with each other. We do just need to uplift each other and be that support system. And in these times where, you know, we've got our first female vice president and it sounds me, it took this long. Um, I remember um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg made this comment. They asked her, when will you be satisfied that there's enough women on the Supreme Court? And she was like, when all nine seats are women. Heck yeah. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved her for it because no one ever thinks of that. So I just want people to realize we are powerful. Um, we have a voice. We can do anything we set our mind to. We're resilient. And we we are our own individual wonder woman. That's who we are. And we, we have to believe it. And I just hope everyone knows that in their hearts. And when you have that one little bit of doubt or the day is not going the way you think it, it should go or the way it normally goes, just remember we are. We're those we're wonder women. We're resilient and we're endurant. We can endure and we can do whatever we want. So beautiful. I love it. Um and I'm all for I'm all for the girl power and just looking, standing here in this at this very moment in time and looking out at the, the future. And it's just, it's really a precious moment and one that we should all take hold of and, and use that to, to fuel our own fire and our own self-confidence. And just, um, and th- like you said, forget the comparison, ladies, forget it. Let's just all be the best people we can be and uplift each other on the journey, right? Um, I just, I think that's, it's so powerful. So, okay, as we wrap up, I have a little positivity push, a few more positive vibes to put out there, Tia. So if you're ready, I'm going to ask you a few little wrap-up questions. Okay. Okay, awesome. Um, Tia, name a few simple things that bring you joy. Um, being outside. Like I said, I'm so, I can't believe it took me this long to move to California. Um, being outside makes me, brings me joy. Um, my family brings me joy. Um, I might be, you know, 3,000 miles away from a majority of them, but um, we call, text, Zoom, and we did that before the pandemic. So um, my family is so extremely important to me. And um, last but certainly not least is um, my health. I, it sounds a little cheesy, but I am so grateful that every day um, I can go outside and I can walk around um, and that I can breathe the fresh air and be active. I'm so appreciative of that. Absolutely. Totally agree. Every day I'm out for a run. I'm like, thank you body again for this day. Um, and for allowing these, these tired legs to keep going. Um, love it. So, okay, next one, this is a new one for me. So you're going to complete the sentence. The next two are complete the sentence. This is a new complete the sentence listeners. So here we go to you. Complete this sentence. Love changes everything because because love is stronger than hate. Ah, hate yes. takes way too much effort. Yes. Yes, exactly. I love it. Um, love is so much stronger than hate. So put your energy there, listeners. Um, such great words, Tia. Okay, last complete the sentence. Never forget. Never forget to, to just be kind to everyone. Um, I think right now, uh, especially our country or even the world, we should never, ever forget to just be kind. I really truly believe in my heart of hearts um, that we are good people. We might disagree and that's what makes humans great because we can disagree, but we just have to be kind and listen in that disagreement and those disagreements um, 
I never forget just to be kind. Yeah, absolutely. Such a such a perfect way to close out this episode. Um, I'm so grateful that you were here with us today, and I hope that people will hear your story and think about your grit. You know, in this company dominated by males, and um, and the way that you're in, and you know, able to get in that space and own it and be confident and be beautifully who you are. So, thank you for sharing that story with us and coming on today, Tia. Thank you very much. I appreciate just being here and talking with you. Absolutely. And um, listeners, we're so grateful that you came along on this ride with us today. Um, I hope some of the things that Tia put out there will sit with you um, and, and motivate you to go out into your day, to be kind and not forget when you get up in the morning, just look at yourself in that mirror and give yourself a little wink and know that you are worthy and you can do great, great things. And connected. We can rise.